Hey everyone, this is the Tripwire Podcast, part of the Triple Play Family Network. I'm Zach, your host at FF Chalupa Batman. I'm joined again today by the crew. We have Alex at Alex Mateo94. And Joe, it is your birthday. Yeah. This comes out still birthday week at JPEP20. How y'all doing tonight, guys? Hey, doing real good. How's it going, fellas? Now I'm good. I'm old now, but I'm good. <laughs> All good here. So this is a trip our crew. Normally we're with you guys live Monday nights, right before Monday night football in the season to talk waiver wire. And we will still be doing that this season. But for the off season, we want to talk some dynasty with you guys. So we're going division by division, just talking some buys or sells and just having some fun chatting about fantasy football. And just remember, fantasy football is about having fun. A lot of different values in dynasty. You don't have to agree with everything the guys say. That's okay. Every league is different. We just want to give you some great information and hopefully help you win your dynasty leagues. So this week, if you guys saw the graphic when we first started, we're talking NFC South. If you want to hear us talk about NFC East, then go back to our YouTube channel, which you should be subscribed to, and watch that video, or check out our podcast channel, which you should also be subscribed to, and listen to that episode that came out last Thursday. All right, so we're going to get right into the NFC South. So, Joe, who is your first buy in the NFC South? Well, first things first, everybody should always listen to me. I know you said that, like, hey, do what's great for your league, but let's always listen to Joe, okay? (laughs) But let's I saw I saw your face, Alex, though. <laughs> but let's talk about Russell Gage, because this is one of my favorite buys throughout all the divisions. Anybody who is tied to Tom Brady is somebody I want on my fantasy teams. He's got a three year, 30 million deal. He's age 26. So he's not like he's over the hill at any point. And this year alone, Godwin's going to be out for at least six games. So that initial push that you need for your team you get with Russell Gage. And even when he does come back, Gronk may retire. Now, let's say Gronk doesn't retire. We have seen Tom Brady take three wide receivers last year with Godwin, Evans, A.B., and Gronk while having Leonard Fournette in the backfield and everybody producing. So as long as Tom Brady's there, and to be honest, I think he plays at least two years. I think this whole retire last year shocked him, and he's going to come back and be here for at least two and that's how I like to play my dynasty leagues, one to two years. I want Russell Gage on every single team that I could draft this year. So I will say first, Gage is ADP on DLF for Superflex is wide receiver 59, which is about pick 167. And then one QB, he's wide receiver 64, so a little later, um, but pick 131 since the QBs did not push him back. Um, now, technically, we don't know as of this recording that Chris Godwin's going to miss the first six weeks. But it is possible as he comes back from Trending. the ACL, he gets on pup. And it also wouldn't shock me if Tom Brady does not play a year after this, after that massive contract he's getting from Fox. But that contract still stands. So I guess if he wants to play another year after this, then he could as well. I, I just think he's that guy that doesn't want to quit while not being at the top. And I think he needs to get to the top. So that contract with Fox, it was, I think, I forget which company. It's there no matter what. It's there in two years, three years, four years. So they're not going to get rid of Tom. So he's got all the time in the world, in my opinion. And Alex, would you be buying Russell Gage at that price? Yeah, at that price, I would absolutely be buying. But the time frame for Godwin, it looks like it could be even longer. It was late in the season when he blew out his knee. And it's now coming out that it's more than just his ACL. They said it's similar to what Saquon suffered, and that put Saquon out for a 
full year. So just go with the full calendar year. That time frame, even if he's a little ahead of it, that puts him in after the week 11 bye. Gage is a guy who you can get for cheap. And when he goes off for a few games, you can flip him for a late second, or you can go Gage in a second for a future first. It's one of those, he's in a spot to gain value. And you know it's not going to be long-term value. So you can buy low now, hope he produces, and then sell high. No, that's yeah. a great point. I don't think we can see his value going down anytime soon. Um, so that leads me right into some some recent trades we found on the DL, DLF Trade Finder. Uh, hashtag not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> Russell Gage for Teddy Bridgewater, and, Teddy Bridgewater and a 2023 third-round pick. These are all super flex leaks, by the way. Give, give, give me Russell Gage. I would take Gage as well. Yeah. Russell Gage for Kareem Hunt. Oh, that's a little tough. I'll still go Gage. I like Gage. Yeah, I would. I would go Gage. Hunt's. I probably lean Hunt, but it's tight. Uh, Russell Gage for Keontae Ingram, who's a rookie for the Cardinals. Still taking Gage. I know what I got there. Yeah, I'm taking Gage as well. Russell Gage for a 2022 rookie 408. (laughs) Russell Gage. Fourth round picks are stupid in every way. (laughs) I would take Gage as well. Yep, and then just to sweeten it a little bit for you there, Joe. Russell Gage for the 2022 rookie 305. Still going, Russell Gage. I, I unless I'm like lucking out with like Tolbert at that point, it's just not worth it to me. I would I would take Gage as well. That's a pick where you would probably get Keontae Ingram, so it's basically the same deal. Yeah. So I would say you're if you're in a startup, you're getting Gage at a great value, and if you already have Gage, you're going to hold on to wait for his value to rise, or it looks like maybe you can even buy him low. So Alex, who is your buy for the NFC South? The one and only. DJ Moore from the Carolina Panthers. I don't need to go into breaking down his stats from the last three years, but what we do know, he's going to be 25. He's the only receiver in football with at least 1,200 all-purpose yards each of the last three years. He's had a career high in receptions and air yards. Now, yes, he's had some of, if not the worst quarterback play over the last three years. Shoot, he had the three of us throwing him the ball this year, and he still somehow found the end zone four times. Yes, the quantity's low, but when your team's only throwing 14 touchdowns, he's putting up almost 30% of the touchdowns. Carolina had the second least in the league. The average team throwing touchdowns last year was 26. Let's say Carolina just meets that this year. He maintains the exact same pace he's had over the last three years. That's seven touchdowns on the year. He'll be sitting right around 85 to 90 catches, at least 1,150 yards. And if those touchdowns come up, you can make the argument that not only is he a top five dynasty receiver, he is the wide receiver three. Age, production behind Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Speaking of his ADP or wide receiver ranking, uh, DLF for Superflex, he is wide receiver 13. At pick 49, and in a one QB league, he is wide receiver 14 at pick 27. I am absolutely smashing at that ADP. He is the one of the <clears throat> safest young receivers. He has such a good floor. It doesn't matter if you're contending or rebuilding. DJ Moore is a guy who you can just staple into your lineup for 14 to 16 fantasy points in that fourth to fifth round range. Yeah. No, I mean, you did it to me today and you sniped them from me one pick beforehand, which killed my soul. 
but you you love him and you totally deserve to love him. I mean, eleven hundred yards, three straight years, four touchdowns, what three straight years in a row for years. that? It's it's like that lottery like ticket where you're like, oh, I could win this time, I could win this time. You just like he just needs a quarterback, and if he gets one decently good quarterback, like I, at this point, if I was them, I'd go get Nick Foles. Like I know he went he in. Even I don't. Need- <laughs> he just needs below average. He doesn't even need decent. He just needs not the worst in the league. It's just crazy. It's crazy to me. Like he and he's only twenty five. I feel like he's been around yeah. for like ten years. I don't know if that's just me, but I feel like he's been around forever. So fully agree. I think he's a dynasty buy, and you just have to hope and pray that Carolina does something at the quarterback position next year. Because if they don't, that's when I'm going to probably start selling. Uh, yeah. Yep. And you don't have to. Uh sell me on buying him because I'm going to make a plug for the company because I'm a company man. I did a five-minute Dynasty video of why you should buy DJ Moore on our YouTube uh, channel, so go ahead and check that out as well. If you want even more uh, stats and info on top of what we just said to convince you that you should be buying DJ Moore. So here's some recent trades for him. DJ Moore for a 2023 first-round pick. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go DJ Moore because I don't know where in the first. Um, I'm taking Moore. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it might also be team dependent. I mean, he is yeah. very young at 25, but I mean, if you're in a full rebuild, maybe you just take the 20, 23 first, but I think it's pretty fair. Uh, DJ Moore for Ken Walker and Russell Gage. DJ oh, Moore. man. You did that on purpose because I love Russell Gage. Uh, I'm going to go that side. I'm going to take Ken Walker and Russell Gage. All right, DJ Moore for Devonte Adams. Oh, I'll I'll go DJ just on age. Yeah, I still got to go DJ Moore. Adams going to the new system and everything. It, it's uh approaching the back end of that career. It's one of those you don't really know how he's going to look with Carr this year. All right, here's a tough one: DJ Moore for T Higgins. Oh, I'm going to go T Higgins. I know his quarterback. That's it. Just makes it easier. Yeah, I get, I get, I get going Higgins. I'm, I still got to go with my guy more, but they're they're right, ne- they're right back and back. And I like yeah. that one. So then, Alex, you've been making some trades to uh, get DJ Moore in your dynasty league. So you you uh, walk the walk, if you will. You don't just talk about it. So here's some trades that you've made. Um, so you gave up, and this is, I'm assuming this is for 2022, the 103, Correct. the 202, and the 210. For DJ Moore and a 2023 first round pick, oh, I feel I like, like you're stealing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one. He countered my deal and added the 2023 first. I messaged him I'm like, "Hey, are you sure you meant to include that pick?" And he's like, "Yeah, I want the extra second. I'm like, "Okay, we got a deal then." Nicer wow. than I would be. Yeah, that was great. And you made another one. You gave up the 2022 104 and a 2023 second. You received DJ Moore and a 2023 third. So basically. Okay. You're swapping a second and third, and then you're giving up uh, a 104 for DJ Moore. Yeah, and yeah. that pick ended up being Traylon Burks to add the context to it. Okay. I'll go Yep, and I like, if you're not in a full rebuild, then I like that for the DJ Moore side. And then yeah, you same. gave up McLaurin, Khalil Herbert, and Will Fuller for DJ Moore, 2022, 308, 401, and 402. Yeah, like I don't have any like love for Herbert, so I love that. Like I, I like the picks on top of it. Yeah, my initial offer was Godwin, and then he countered with McLaren. So I was like, okay, cool. That's better for you. Yeah, made it easier <laughs> for me. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I think I like 
pretty much all of them. And I think you definitely stole that one where you got DJ Moore in 2023 first, which is why you guys oh, should yeah. always try to make trades because you never know what your league makes are going to think about the value. So now we're going to move on to selling some players. So, Joe. Let's go. Who is, who is your <laughs> NFC South sell? I like to preface this with the fact that like, I just didn't want to pick the same old Michael Thomas answer that I feel like everyone's doing. So we're going to do Marcus Mariota today because he finally has a pulse on your fantasy team. And before I go on, Zach, give me the ADPs because I, I just want you to say the sheet's hysterical to me. No, I, I was about to interrupt you, so I appreciate you giving <laughs> me the, the opportunity. So for Superflex, I will give it to you as a sell kind of. He's QB 31, <laughs> pick 124. So in a Superflex, the fact that he's QB 31, he's pretty much like dirt cheap. But yeah. in one QB... He's not even drafted. So you might be selling them for like a half a peanut butter jelly sandwich. And depending on who you are in my various different writing teams, that could be crunchy or it could be creamy. I will not oh get into God, that. Yeah. Too oh, much not, drama. Not going there. No, we're no, not please. going there. Yeah. But who? I guess I understand why you'd want to sell Marcus Mariota because this is now your one opportunity that he yeah. actually has a, a sell window. But what are your I'll, – I'll go through some trades with you. But what are your expectations on what you I, should I'm sell not, for? And I'm not expecting like don't you know don't listen to this podcast and expect like oh he's saying like get a first round or even a second rounder. You have somebody right now who is just clogging your roster. He's not going to start if he's the best quarterback on your team. Quit and start over in a different league because you screwed up. Like there's no way that that's how it should go down. But he is clogging your roster right now, and he does right now. You can maybe like build a narrative around he has Kyle Pitts and he has Drake London. And you maybe catch the manager who loves Cordero Patterson. And it's like, wow, he's got that trio that he could play with this year and he could really go up and he's a mobile quarterback. And the the words mobile quarterback alone might just catch you something in the third. I'm hoping you just this is one of them ones you got to hope he comes out in game one and two and puts up like 20 plus points and then you sell him. Like you're not going to get I'm going to be honest, you're not going to get much from him right this second. But you need to see him firing off in the preseason. You, we need some hype to build up around him. If he has a couple good preseason games or even a good week one, ship him as fast as you can because he's just clogging your roster. And I'd rather clog my draft picks up and have a shot at a dart throw later on. Nope, you're going to have a great point about roster clogging. And also with draft picks, um, you might not even make the pick. That could just be a sweetener you add onto a deal just to kind of put it over the top like we just talked about with some of these other trades. Um, yeah. So it's never a bad thing to stash those third and fourth round picks with the intention of never actually making the pick. Um, so yeah. here's some recent trades. Um, I don't know what you guys think about this. So this is all super flex because we already discussed he's pretty much worthless in one QB. <laughs> so Marcus Mariota for Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis all day. I don't even know who made that trade. Like I, I think... Yeah. The that happened that? a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. Maybe someone. Maybe say, it was a, it was a drunk trade draft. of the week. I don't know. I, I so, get that. <laughs> Marcus Mariota for the 2022 rookie 301. 2022 pick. Yeah, same here. Marcus Mariota for the 2022 203 rookie pick. Oh, without a doubt. Even yeah. better. And then this one I thought was funny. Uh, Marcus Mariota for Tyler Huntley and a 2023 second round pick. I'll take it. Yeah. Yep. Lamar Jackson's mobile and he could get hurt. And then you have a quarterback again, who then you can flip again for more picks if you want. Yeah, no, we, we are booting Mariota as quick as we can. No yeah. offense to Marcus Mariota. The back end roster, guys, what you got to do is just try and get anything that'll appreciate in value, whether it's pick, an unproven young wide receiver, 
take the dart throw? Like, would you take Chenault or Marcus Mariota as hypothetical? Uh, yeah, I take Chenault because take I'm Chenault hoping well. he gets traded. Yeah, I'm hoping he gets traded. Yeah. So, like, that's and, uh, the type of gamble you would take. Yeah. And if you guys haven't tuned out already because we just told you to sell Marcus <laughs> Mariota, we have a much more exciting player to talk about. Alex, who is yourself for the NFC South? So, I do have to preface this. This is if you're not a top three team. If you see yourself being a top three team, you should absolutely not sell Mike Evans because he does have one to two years of solid production left. That being said, he only has one to two years of solid production left. If you're not a contending team and you need to retool, gain some assets, you absolutely have to do that. Because Mike Evans, he's putting up DJ Moore yards, actually less yards, less catches, but 10 more touchdowns. Touchdowns are so variant, but he still has Tom Brady, but there's no Chris Godwin. So yes, if you're contending, Mike Evans is absolutely a hold, but he is going into his age 29 season. Each of the last four seasons, his touchdowns began to drop. And this is the last year you can get any type of first round pick or first round pick plus for Mike Evans. And he is currently going as the wide receiver 22, pick 72 in Superflex, and wide receiver 21, pick 45 in 1QB, according to DLF. And that's a good price for him there. If you're banking on him being a top 10 pick as a top 10 receiver, then there's a gray area because he's never hit the wide receiver eight after that second or third year in the league. Yeah, and I, I think I think you got like you started it the correct way. Like if you're contending for the championship, you keep him because he's just so solid. Last year I was on a team that I was kind of in the middle, and I flipped him for Chase Claypool in a first round pick, and I was like, I'll just take that. Like, and I, I would still do that today, even knowing yeah. where Claypool stands with Pittsburgh drafting two receivers. I would still take that today. Oh, without a doubt, fully agree. I mean, like, let's—I'm eight years of a thousand yards. He's tied to top. He's tied uh, to yeah. Tom Brady. Like, we all know the stats: yards per target was over nine the last two years. It's all well and good, but we all know that Mike Evans has those games where he just lays that goose egg and he destroys you at the same point too. Or the so same like you said, where, yeah, and he's had some games yeah. where he went two catches for two yards, but two touchdowns, and still put up fifteen. It's points. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, New Orleans last year. So it's one of those. You always have to figure in the context, but Zach, let's see some more of those Mike Evans trades. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I have to include Russell Gage in one of these. So this is okay. for a tied end premium for this specific trade. Mike Evans for Russell Gage, Gerald Everett, and the 2022-202. I'll take the Gage side. I just love Gerald Everett. I'm weird. I'm taking Mike Evans regardless of the roster context. If I'm rebuilding and someone's like, hey, I'll give you Mike Evans for that package. Even if I'm rebuilding, I'm like, okay, as soon as Evans has a two touchdown game, flipping him for a 2024 or even a 2025 first round pick. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I like. That. I agree. Mike Evans, no matter what your roster is on that package, and now it gets a little more interesting. One. So we have Mike Evans for the 2022 rookie 105. I will take the 105 there. Yeah, yeah, the I'm gonna go 105. The two running backs. And then you're guaranteed one of Burks, London, or Wilson. You're guaranteed one of them. Or Alave. Or Alave, assuming that two running backs go. Yeah, because I think there's a clear tier with that big five. 
All right, so now let's shift it down a little bit. So now it's Mike Evans for the rookie 109. Nah, I'll take Evans. So this one is actually on the table for me in one of my home leagues as well. But I'm a tweener team. So it's one of those I'm waiting until that pick is on the clock. If the guy I like is there, I'm holding the pick. If he's gone, then I'll make the move for Mike Evans. I, I tell you to like tell us who you're waiting for, but um, I don't want your friends. I'm hoping to find they. Tu- out. I'm hoping so, they tune in. I'll tell you guys after. Yeah. Tell us <laughs> in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Talk about a cliffhanger. All right, and then this <laughs> one I think is probably the most exciting Mike Evans trade that I found is Mike Evans for a 2023 first round pick. I'm taking the pick. Uh, Twenty. Yeah, I'll take 2023 over him for sure. Yep. All right, so that ends us kind of going in depth with some players. So I wanted to do our little quick buy or sell rapid fire game. So. The, I'm going to preface this with it's super flex and you do not know if you are contending or rebuilding because we're in a startup. So you can take it however you want in your mind, but I just want you to say you're going to buy or sell this player at their current um, ADP price. All right. Yes, All right. Sir. Jameis Winston at QB 23. Yeah, I'll buy that one. Matt Corral at QB 32. Sell. I'm selling. Desmond Ritter at QB33. Selling him too. Sell. Christian McCaffrey at RB4. Sell if possible, but that's he's so hard to package. I'm buying it. If he's healthy, he's finishing top five. Alvin Kamara, RB14. Sell. Sell. Leonard Fournette, RB22. Buy. Buy. Cordell Patterson, RB37. Sell. Sell him last year. Don't even have him this year. <laughs> Drake London, wide receiver 15. Bye. <laughs> Tough one, Alex. <laughs> I think I'm selling that because what did we say? DJ Moore was wide receiver 14? Yeah. 13 or 14? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm selling that. All right, Chris Godwin, wide receiver 18. I like Godwin. In a startup, I'm buying him at that price but I don't think he'll put that production this year because of the injury. Fair. Chris Olave, wide receiver 29. I bought Winston. I'll buy him. Yeah, same, likewise. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver 64. So, can you even sell him? Like, I, I don't know. This I is a startup. Him, you're startup. I'm buying that. I'll take yeah, him there. That, I'll sell but it's him. over like guys like Devontae Parker, Darius Slayton in that range. You got a better chance of Ridley coming back next year and getting a second for him than those guys ever putting up that value. He's kind of like Michael Thomas, though, right now, where he hasn't played in like a year and a half because of like skipping out for mental health and then, you know, being punished for betting. Like, I'm worried about that. Yeah. Unless he makes another bid, then his value is only going to go up after you pick him. So Uh, (laughs) Kyle Pitts, (laughs) tight end one. Buy him. Buy if you can, but no one's going to sell him. Well, this is a startup draft. You Joe, I, I just, startup. I'm just saying, you're never going to get, I keep forgetting it's a startup. You can't, <laughs> I'll buy him Taysom, though. <laughs> and then this is just to get everybody angry. Taysom Hill, tight end 38. Buying it. I'm, I'm not even commenting. You're just going to, you just did this on purpose to hurt my soul. Like, this <laughs> is my guy. <laughs> He's going to throw a touchdown. I'll buy him. But for best ball. Yeah, I'm buying it as well for that. Fair enough. So that is, five. <laughs> that's our NFC South buy or sell show hope you guys enjoyed it we're gonna be coming back next week honestly haven't even decided what division we're doing yet so it's either gonna be nfc north or nfc west 
probably NFC North, but we'll see. Um, so make sure you subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe. If you're listening to it, give us a great review, preferably five stars. Make sure you subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of the great shows. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good day, guys. Have a good one.